Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Here we go again. Now, this is the third podcast we've recorded in about an hour. Yeah. Simon and Laura here, husband and wife, sentenced to life. It's still Tuesday, the 11th of April. Still Ramadan. I'm going to put all these out in a week, like a trilogy. It's the comeback trilogy. <laughs> yeah? Because we've been, we've been absent for various reasons. Yes. So we talked about... Moths and musicals. In the last one, we talked about travel, London and Norwich. Yeah. I really wish, I feel like if we'd have done the daily podcast like we were going to, we'd have gone into more depth and we'd, you'd have got the... Yeah, well, people seem to love the travel ones last time. Yeah. and uh, I'm so yeah. gutted. Yeah, me because, too. Me I mean, too. I lugged all this gear around everywhere for yeah. nothing. Well, should we start by saying, uh, before we went, even went away, you... Well, I think we should be honest yeah. with what happened. I found what I thought was a lump on you downstairs that was the how, what started it all and then you tell me well also i've been having trouble going for a wee and, now and that's just, been happening for about i mean obviously it's something that's happened over a number of years but you just gradually and i just thought to well, myself you started going like in the night and a i've lot never been one of these guys who goes in toilet at night and if you read you know it says that's an age thing you know as you get older you start going more frequently Prostate. during the night and everything well, that was kind of, that was all we were worried about at that point. But at Christmas, me weeing had slowed down considerably. And I'm like, this is unusual because I've been on a real health kick. And then at Christmas, I came off the health kick a little bit to enjoy Christmas. Yeah. And I thought, well, it's probably just a change in diet. It'll be right. You know that stupid yeah. thing that men do where you just package things away? Yeah. And we talk, we've talked about this in the past where I, as a woman, have, you know, a 
several checks downstairs, boob checks, etc. Yeah. And that, you know, I feel like uh, this year I have had my MOT. And I've been bugging you, and we've been we've talked about this on the podcast, saying that I think men find it that you have to push men a little bit more to go and get those things checked. Well, because the poster for this is we're going to put a finger up your ass, <laughs> right? They don't even break you in gently. That's what they say. That's what everybody says. Oh yeah, you've got to go in and get that. Now, well, no, we did, and we did talk about this, didn't we? Because we did talk about the instrument. We so we did. Oh, we did because yeah, yeah. I went. So that's how it all started. Then when you went, they did the prostate check and. The little lump they weren't worried about. They said that was just a like a cyst. And then, as well as that, you mentioned a lump on your side, which, which has is been, considerable. Yeah, and it's been there a while. And they were more concerned about that lump than they were about the yeah. one on, on the testicle. Anyway, so 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 then they narrowed it down to two issues: the lump on your side, the fact that you weren't weaned. Now they said that it was an enlarged prostate at that point. You have to do a thing called a flow test. Yeah, where you pee into a what do you call it? A funnel. And he said, <sighs> And you'd also had several ultrasounds. Ultrasounds, or, CT scans. And then with your... MRI. With your, yeah, side that you'd had MRI scans. I talked about that on a podcast, and didn't CT, I? Yeah, and they, they basically said, for the thing on your side, you needed an emergency operation. Which they wanted to do the Friday before we went. Yeah. But they couldn't because I was flying. On the, the early Monday morning. Because of the urgency, that worried me a lot. Yeah. It was an important trip to London because of Honey's universities. I didn't want to leave you in a lurch. I think you'd have been all right if I'd not gone. I did say to you to not go, but but I knew that it was going to be quite tricky because I was taking both girls and there was a lot of... I didn't want to lump all that on you. Looking back now, I wish I'd not gone. Yeah. Because I feel like I, not purposely, but my illness ruined most of the trip. Well, then also, literally before we left... The urologist? Yeah, urologist. He also booked an um, operation for you because yeah. he was wondering whether it was the prostate and that it could be something else. So by the time we left, you had two operations booked in for the week we got back. Yeah. Like literally as soon as we got back. So then do you want to describe whilst we're away? Everybody wheeze, right? So you all know what your wee's like. Yeah. You all know how your wee comes out. My wee had slowed down, but it was still a wee. Yeah. But it was very slight. And then... Well, you got some antihistamines because you had... A I was feeling rough anyway. Yeah. And then I developed a rash on both my arms. Yeah. Which you read up on and said could be a urine infection. It could be something to do with a urine infection. Yeah, well, often when you get when your body gets ill, you can come out in rashes. That's quite a common thing because that's your body telling you something's wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a, So that's a natural thing. You, It was itchy and you explained it to the pharmacist who then said... And you explained that you were on... Told him all the medication I was on, alpha blockers, blah, blah, blah. Everything that was wrong with me. This pharmacist, by the way, there were two of them. They were like the double take brothers. They looked about 16 years old. Yeah. But you know what my, my head what I was thinking is? These guys have to do seven years. They're like vets. You have to do seven years of training to become a pharmacist, I think. It's ridiculous. I have utmost respect for pharmacists because they're as knowledgeable as doctors and nurses. So I'm thinking, well, this guy's done the training. You can't be in a pharmacy unless you've done the training. Yeah. Right? He's like a roadman. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, what you got? And I'm like, well, I've got this. I've, yeah. I've got this problem down here. And I, yeah, man, antihistamine will be fine. Yeah, he just, just didn't seem that bothered, did he? Like, yeah. So I start taking it. On day one, and by the way, I'm busting to go to the toilet the entire trip. I've got to be near a bathroom the entire time. Yeah. I go to the toilet absolutely busting, like I'm going to wet myself. Yeah. Stand there at the urinal, nothing. Just pain, immense pain, no wee. I come out and say to you, there was absolutely no wee. That's weird. When a female gets a, a urine infection, which I, th- I think um, 
women get them more than men that's a fact but when men get them it's more serious so I know that feeling of desperate for a week but then you go and like a little trickle comes out and it's yeah. so annoying and you get a weird sensation and it's not nice but that's a sign oh it's a, a urine infection right but we're away at this point we're, we've been to Norwich it was bad in Norwich but then we're back in London we, I know we've only got a few days left like a and, five, six and days. And you can't get things over the counter in the UK. No. Which, like, we tried to get honey, eardrops, right? No, you can't. You have to get that on prescription. And it's like, what? You you want people to not go to the doctors unless it's something urgent because of... And they're running a thing, by the way, in Britain, because I kept seeing the adverts on the telly in the hotel. Ask a pharmacist. Yeah. Because what they're trying to do is lighten the load on the NHS. They're saying, oh, your pharmacist is as good as your doctor. Ask them. Yeah. They'll probably be able to help you out with what you need. Well, this pharmacist that gave it to me made it worse. So then for days, I can't wait. Yeah. And you've read up and you said the antihistamine can have an effect on your bladder. It can weaken your bladder to the point where you can't push whatever. So I'm thinking that's what I've got. Yeah. And it gets to the point where I can no longer leave the hotel room because I have to be next, even though I can't wee, I have to be next to the toilet. We have arguments about it. I end up saying I can't come out. It's ruining the trip for me. I'm ruining the trip for you. You just go out with the girls. Yeah. I'm in agony and genuinely... The only place I felt all right, I was laid under the covers in the hotel room, just laid there all day in London where I love being and all I wanted to do was be in that hotel room. And it was, I mean, it's disgusting to talk about, but I couldn't wee properly, so I'm having to stand in the shower, I'm having to have a hot showers, I'm doing anything I can to get a tiny little bit out. Yeah. I was in absolute agony. I, know, I don't know if this sounds funny or disgusting to people, but I was in agony. And I couldn't wait to get back to this point. I hate flying so much. I will do everything I can to not have to fly anywhere. Yeah. The relief of just being sat down on that plane, knowing that two days after I come back, I'm going in for my first surgical procedure. Strangely, you managed to do a pee when you got back to Dubai. You seem to loosen up. <laughs> yeah. If you look it up, it's called Dubai bladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try and leave Dubai, we'll cut off your water supplies. The trip itself, we did some fun stuff. However, I think it was... Ruined <laughs> I ruined it. Well, it 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 made it a, not as a fun trip. It, I mean, it was never going to be a holiday. It was always a. a work, I just wanted a you guys to enjoy it, and that's why I paid for all the extra musicals. Because I'm like, God, I've made this a nightmare for you guys. And even though I didn't want to spend that extra money and do that extra stuff, it's like I just want you guys to have some good memories of this. Yeah, it was. It, here's the worst. The last night we're there, we see Tina Turner, and we come out, and it's raining, and we've had a great time. But I am busting for a slash. All we've got to do is walk up Drury Lane to get back to our hotel the wee comes on so strong it's a friday night in london there's people everywhere there is literally nowhere to go there is a helicopter above us the entire time you know with the spotlight on yeah and i've got my posh clothes on because we've been to theater i've got khaki trousers on yeah. you know what trousers you don't want to wet yourself in and you're not in khaki trousers you're not in france where you can just go against the back oh wheel. the french yeah. i could have pissed in theater and the french would have applauded me yeah and I just said to you, I'm going to have to go down an alley. It's like a walkway, yeah. lit. And of course, it's London, so there's cameras everywhere. There's an old bloody helicopter <laughs> above me with the light pointing down. Running down, I have to get me old fella out and just start trying to go against this. Push it out like this. Somebody come past on a bike. Yeah. And I just thought, well, it's London. I look homeless. I can't rush this. I have to stand there for absolutely ages because the pain's intolerable. Yeah. I'm only about 10 feet down the alley. There's hundreds of people walking past. I look round to my left. Two old ladies start walking down. There's no pee coming out anyway. So I thought, well, I'm just going to have to walk and feel like I'm wetting myself. Yeah. This is a terrible story, but it's 100% true. No, I, and, and I had to get it away, zip up. And I just thought to myself, 
if I get arrested, if the police have got the police camera action camera, they can see me. They can see the, the, the heat sensor of this guy doing it. I could be in the papers the next day as the Drury Lane sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was awful. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a tough time. I've been terrified of going to hospital. I've, I've had these operations booked in for a few weeks now, and I had a couple of operations when I was a kid. And I remember the. I'm scared of needles, but the anesthesia I was never scared of because I didn't know it could kill you. And then I've heard about people never waking up from anaesthetic as you're older. And I, I was thinking, like when I went into hospital, I was, I was saying bye to Betsy. I was like, God, what if this is the last time I ever talked to her? I need to say something prophetic. You've since said you love that bit now. I hate that bit. When I've had to, to see Leo go through it, when I've gone through it, when I knew you were going to go through it, it for me is the worst bit. I hate seeing people go under. So the first operation, they're putting the uh, camera crew up my front end. Yeah. Which in itself, not something I'm looking forward to. I'm, th- I'm just thinking, oh, it might be a bit painful when I wake up. The loveliest doctor, and you've met him, he's the nicest doctor. And he says, oh, yeah, I'm going to go in with a camera. I'm not going to do his accent. I'm going to go in with a camera, check your prostate, check your bladder. Uh, but I might have to do an operation while I'm in there. And I'm thinking, how? Mm-hmm. Like, through the entrance, yeah. exit of the pee-pee hole. Yeah. How is he getting gear in there to do an operation in there? The camera, I understand. That's like a piece of spaghetti, isn't it? Yeah. How's he going to get gear in there? Start messing about. Well, you've, you've seen Super Vet. These, yeah. these doctors are clever people. Oh, Fitzpatrick. I didn't know we had the anaesthetic. <laughs> so I'm in the hospital. And other than I've had to have blood tuck at every point and I've had to have the cannulas in my hands and stuff. Yeah. That's the worst bit for me. Then well, and, and I think having the catheter after. <laughs> Excuse me. I think having that. So we come out the first one. And I wake up yeah. and I've got a catheter yeah, with the bag on the side of the bed. And uh, then you arrive. I told you not to come because I thought I was going to be in there possibly for the night. Yeah. And I just didn't want you wasting your time. I'm, I, I love hospital beds. They're so comfy. <laughs> so I'm happy. I've got a nice private room. I started watching Batman on my phone. There's not a lot I could do because I was in a daze. Yeah, no wonder you didn't want me yeah, to you come in. You bloody turned up. <laughs> but while you were there, the doctor came in and told me what had happened. Yeah. So they'd gone in, he goes, your prostate's fine, which is a relief. Yeah, yeah. Big, massive relief. But he said he'd found a blockage. A stricture. A stricture, which he said, and I'll use his words, is a result of trauma to the penis. Yes. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> so it can be an age, like old trauma from falling on the crossbar when you've been cycling or something like that. Which I do a lot. Do you? Cycling. <laughs> I mean, I have fell on crossbars when I. When he said it about this, I thought, how many times have I gone over a fence? Or you know, when you get hurt in the nuts, it hurts. Yeah. You know, nobody warns you that it can have this kind of long-term effect. Well, yeah. So I think over the years, basically, it's almost like scarring. So your inside the tube between your bladder and yeah. the end, it had basically closed up. So he's cut that. Yeah. But he's left the catheter in. Now I describe this to you as. If you were ever cooking and you cut yourself on end at finger and have to put a bandage on one of your fingers, mm. how disabled do you feel after that? Like you can't type, you can't write, <laughs> you can't use your phone properly, everything. You just have this finger stuck up in the air yeah, and you can't do anything. Yeah, The catheter was the same. So anyway, he says with the catheter, fetch me a spigot. <laughs> and then there's a green of what? A spigot. So he didn't leave the bag on, which actually I was quite looking forward to because I've not had a good wee for ages. Yeah. So he says, uh, no, we're going to take the bag off. You can go home. We're going to give you, it's basically a cork. Yeah. Plastic cork in the end. And he said, when you need to go to the toilet, go in, sit down, pull the thing out, the wheel come out. Yeah. Oh, it's that simple. <laughs> well, that couple of days back here was absolutely horrible. Fine. I'm glad they've done it and everything. 
but it was so awkward. I was in the toilet because the thing is, when you've got a tube in, every time you need to go to the toilet, you've got to go to the toilet. Yeah. You know, like if I started feeling like I need a wee now, I might not go for another hour. Yeah. When you start feeling like you need a wee, when you've got a pipe coming out, you have to be in the bathroom then. Yeah. And there's blood coming out. There's all, I mean, he said there would be, but it's still not pleasant. But what, what was the best bit was when you finally had your catheter out. And oh my you God. You had your first proper wee as normal you came out and you were giggling like you were proper giggling well i when was that is that over a week thursday yeah was that only last thursday yeah so they took the catheter out last thursday every week i have had since then has been like a magic trick (laughs) i spent two days laughing every time i had a wee which thank god i've not had to go in any public toilets because from the immense pain i was in and from the difficulty i had before to what i've got now what did i say to you I said, what can I buy him? And you're like, you don't have to buy him anything. I'm like, the dude has changed my life. I feel like I should get him a gift. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, you said you don't think you've weed like that in years. Years. I mean, it's incredible. That's good. That's good. And so the thing with this one is it can come back. It's one of those things. I have to go back every three months. Yeah. I guess that's like with any any scarring, it can close and... My doctor's a similar age to me. Yeah. And I had to go in and do a flow test the other day. Yeah. He was more than impressed with the flow. He said my flow shouldn't be as strong as it is. Because he's my age. He said at our age, it should be around 19 milliliters per second or something. Because yeah. yours is about 24. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> but he says it might slow down. Okay. So, so, that, so that's the first one. It's not sorted, but on its yeah. way to be sorted. So he takes the catheter out Thursday. I get to have 12 hours... Of catheter-free, although it stung, the first couple of weeks, proper stung. Yeah. Literally a day later, I'm going back in yeah. to go under again to have me big tumour cut off my side. Yes. Right. This was only on Friday. Friday, yeah. Seems like longer ago now, doesn't it? I know, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you must love having me around house. So yeah, Friday I went in. This surgeon, totally different vibe. He's like a rock and roll surgeon. Well... Because he wasn't the original surgeon that you were meant no. to have. He's away. And then, so then he's got another guy coming to do it. But this guy was meant to have his day off on that day. I so, think he did have his day off. He, yeah. had a, he had a Hawaiian shirt on. Well, he popped in, did the op, and then he wasn't, he didn't even stick around. Gone. Yeah, afterwards, he, he phoned you up. But when I'm in the hospital room at the beginning, I'd stripped off, I'd put the gown on. Again, this part, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind taking my clothes off. You've had your nether regions out. Well, there were one point previously when he was when he was explaining the catheter and the spigot, when you, him and the nurse were all laid around my groin, it was like you were playing Operation, <laughs> like we are a real-life man, all poking and prodding, and I'm just laid there thinking... <laughs> I mean, look, us women, that's what it's like when, you know, imagine having a baby and, like, your 
But you know when I went in for the operation, there was about seven women in the room. The, the, the anesthesiologists were women. I don't care, right? And it's not like I'm shy or anything like that when it comes to having my clothes off. But it's like, I'm so glad I was asleep because what are they all doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, is he holding my todger like a snooker cue with his bloody thing down it, pushing in and out? I don't know what's going on. I don't want to know. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Think about women. Like when they're having a baby, they're having all sorts pulled around down there, and Isn't you're not that? you're not under you're not you're not uh, you just. Oh, I give up! It's hurting. You're me talking about getting a tube up your penis. Think about having a head come out of your vagina. That's a that's a you know. <laughs> anyway, Shelby's rock and roll surgeon comes in. He's got long grey hair. He's like he's quite uh, he's rock and roll. I don't know where he's from. It's his day off. He's got his Hawaiian shirt, and I'm thinking he's come from a barbecue. Yeah. He comes in, I lift me gown up, he sees me side, he just draws, like Zorro, he just draws where he's going to cut. Yeah. But he does it in this real loose way, like, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah cut there, see you two, two minutes. So then they come in and they put the IV in the other hand. They've had bloody bruises everywhere from these IV lines. And um, then they wheel me down. The first operation, my gown were fine. The second operation, they gave me a child's gown. <laughs> And she said to me, you know, I'm so British. She said to me, oh, I think that gown will be too small for you. The nurse was checking me and I went, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> so like, I got a child's gown on. I'm because normally you're quite outspoken about things like that. Well, because I, I thought, well, it's an open back gown. How small can it be? Yeah. I couldn't tie it around my neck. It was so small. Strangling you. So it was literally like having a tea towel on my front. Anyway, I couldn't wait for the anaesthetic. Uh-huh. Because... It's, it's the weirdest feeling in the world, isn't it? It's not like going to sleep at night because you lay there at night it, tossing and turning. I hate it. I hate it. And you're talking about when when they go, count to ten. Yeah. I absolutely hate it because I know what's coming, but I don't want to get into that. Well, the first time it's two women. The first woman says, I'm just going to inject this. It's going to feel cool in your arm. You know, you start to feel a bit lightheaded. The other woman puts the mask on. This is just oxygen. Take a few deep breaths. And literally by the time she said that, the next thing I remember, I'm waking up. Yeah. Mr. Smedley, Mr. Smedley. So this time, I am bloody... Once they've got all the needles in my hand, once they've took my blood, I'm excited. I don't know why. I even had banter. I saw my willy doctor as I was going in to have my tumour operation. He comes walking past and he leans back and sees me. And I'm like, how are you doing? (laughs) We have a little chat and I'm like, oh my God, you will not believe how fast my wee's coming out. I can't wait to come back and show you on Sunday. And we're having like a little giggle (laughs) as I'm going in for surgery. Yeah. So I'm in there. I've got to say, the anesthesiologist the second time she over talked because i just wanted to enjoy the buzz i don't drink anymore i don't do drugs so this yeah. is the closest i get so it's like well i'm gonna inject you something in your hand the other woman comes i'm gonna put a mask on you now right <laughs> i don't think i've told you this yeah you did but well no that before that i heard somebody at the other side of the room say is it on the left side or right side just as i'm starting to go to sleep and i'm like because you know these are hear these operations where they've cut the wrong leg off <laughs> <laughs> that was the last thing i heard but then the woman's going now, where's your favourite place to go on holiday? Like I'm thinking, oh, come on, I don't want to be thinking. Yeah. I'm trying to zone out. And I went, Finland. <laughs> Imagine the lakes and trees. Imagine you're there now, the lakes and trees. And I'm like, I don't want to. I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to fall asleep. But anyway, I loved it. Just that five seconds before you go when you're smashed. Oh, I hate it. I wake up. Yeah. And this time, no tube in the pee-pee. But a tube coming out of my side, full of blood, yeah. with a little squeezy Easter egg on the end. A drain, yeah. A drain. Yeah. He tells me I've got to keep that in. 
Now that's horrible. I mean, you know you've got something hanging out of your body. So I said to the nurse, I'm like, there's no chance it can, you know, come out. No, no, no. No, it's all like connected inside and everything. And then she shows me how to drain it and do all this stuff. Then the doctor comes in and he goes, yeah, no, to make sure no children or pets or anything get on it. And I'm like, she just told me it can't come out. Yeah. And what we've got in this house is children and pets. Yeah. So anyway, I've had two or three days of that. Came home. Pretty much would not let anybody within a radius of me. Yeah. And all I'm doing is watching this blood bag. The bloody cat every night. I've had to sleep with a like a construction of frames above me. Yeah. So the cat, because the cat sleeps on me every night. I mean, again, it was as bad as the catheter. It wasn't as awkward as the catheter. And obviously, I'd rather have the drain any day compared to having to try and get a toilet with the catheter in. See, for me, the drain was worse because I was really scared of that coming out. Yeah, it was horrible. Do you know this medical stuff's never nice? I should have mentioned actually when he took the catheter out. Didn't hurt as much as I thought it was going to hurt. Did hurt a bit. I would have liked that to have been accompanied by a slide whistle. You know what I mean? Yes. As he whipped it out. <laughs> Every time I have to go in for a procedure, my blood pressure's high. Understandably. Because I'm scared. Yeah. Whenever I'm in there, my blood pressure is perfect. For somebody who looks like me, I've got remarkable blood pressure. And my blood pressure was high when I went in to have the drain took out because I didn't know what he was going to do. It's the not knowing. So I went in and it's the cool surgeon again, the swaggery surgeon. I'd said to him before they did the surgery, could you try and get me a photograph of the tumour? Yeah. I said, because it's been in me for like 10 years. I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. You know? So I go in, he goes, hey, I got your picture. Like that. He WhatsApps me a picture of it. It looks like a little person. Huge, yeah. I mean, size-wise, I'd say what? I don't want to say it's like a four-pack of lagers. It's not that big. No. I would say a family grab bag of crisps. You know them grab bags? Not no. The no, not the massive ones, but not a normal bag of crisps. It's the mid-size. Size of a, size of a, a chicken portion. What, like a breast? Yeah. It's bigger than that. No. It looks like two chicken breasts and two nuggets, <laughs> size-wise, I'd say. He laid me down on an operating table with that light above it, you know, like what yeah. dentists have. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, this is all a bit casual, isn't it? I'm not in a gown. What are you going to do? Yeah. Took the dressing off. That's the worst bit, peeling the bloody sticker off, isn't it? Well, for you. But then he just whipped it out and it were done. Yeah. I know, horrible. Yeah. But the freedom, because I'd say for months now I've been disabled. I kept seeing this great poster on London subways that said, not all disabilities are visible. And I thought to myself, I have been disabled. Yeah. Like it has disabled me. And then even now, you know, like <laughs> I just took dog for a walk and I couldn't bend down to pick his poo up because I'm trying to get, I'm thinking I'm so, I've been so stagnant. I need to start yeah, moving yeah, yeah, a bit, yeah. but it's hurting me to move. Well, I see the whole thing. Like I felt really sorry for the girls the last couple of weeks because I feel like when we were away, obviously we talked about how it was and they were, you know, Honey was doing her auditions yeah. and, you know, so it was stressful for them as well and then since we've been back a lot of their friends they've seen go out or go on holidays and they've been stuck in the house you know so I, I felt for them that whole cabin fever thing but at the same time and it was horrible for me because I've watched you do like you've done them an Easter egg hunt and you've done great by the way well it's you know when we we're away I felt like I had to hold it together again for the girls yep. you know I knew why we were there but like we said it wasn't a holiday we were there for a purpose so I had to try and hold it together then at the same time I can see you're unwell but then you were grumpy with it, understandably, but you were. Yeah, it was like a lion with a thorn in his foot. Yeah, and so I was getting the brunt of that and yep. then trying to go, come on, girls, let's go get a crepe somewhere. And then going into the bathroom and crying my eyes out. So that was how that went for me. Then since we've come back... 
you know obviously again we've still got decisions to make as you know where's honey going to go yeah and things like that and then we've still got the moving housing lumina above us and you know and obviously i was worried about you and having these two operations so it, but again someone asked me how i was and i said i feel like on the outside i'm getting on doing the functioning yeah and i'm being nurse for you i'm being mum to the girls yeah. But inside, I'm like, I can feel I'm crumbling, you know? Now I'm relieved. Yeah. I'm at that point where I'm so happy. We, we've not got the results from your tumour yet. That's happening this Thursday. Yeah, so obviously that's still looming over us. Bloody hell, the next episode could be a downer. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully it's it's good news. But So, so I, I know we have that coming, but I feel like the minute I feel okay, because I saw you know one of my close friends a couple of days ago, and she's like, give me a hug you know I don't need to cry and I was like I'm okay I'm okay because the worst part for me was doing the trip then having the operations and it's it's kind of like we've done a few of the steps now yeah so I know we've got Thursday to come and it's I'm just trying not to think about it no I'm trying to be positive and we still have got a lot of things to sort out so it's literally at the minute we've said <sighs> this again I think we talked about this a couple of months ago where there's so much going on that it's almost it's, it's overwhelming and it is still and it's impossible to take the first step yeah I've got work what, what I, I don't know about you, but when I feel like this, all I want to do is not do any of it. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you're saying that because like literally all I, I mean, I feel like I've got to be on rest at the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all I want to do. And it's like, all right, the time for thinking is not now. I need some time of just not thinking. Yeah. I know every day is important. And I know you and I don't get many days like this where there aren't many distractions. I can't move around much. We haven't got any work. I'm not going to work. Yeah, and and, and at the minute, the, it's Ramadan here. Well, it's Ramadan everywhere, but it, the schools do Ramadan hours. So the school timings are very different. So the, the days are a lot shorter. You know, Betsy's got numerous rehearsals. Honey's got exams. It's There's so much going on. My head feels like it's in such a mess. And the only time I'm happy is when I'm with you and the girls and we've had food or we're having a cup of tea and we're watching some trashy telly. Or playing a game together or something. Yeah. And we're closed off. You know, like early evening. Yeah. I don't have to think about anything for a bit. Yeah. I think, I the think only time I'm happy we've, we've all found that quite, even even the girls, you know, I've seen it with Honey, like, she's like, are we doing anything? Are we going to, are we going to watch something? Are we going to play a game? Or, because I think they've needed that too. That thing of just yeah. trying not to think about what's next. Yeah. So, well, look, let's end it there because this one's gone on, ran a little bit longer. The hospital saga. I'm going to say that's the end of this week's trilogy. I'm going to put all these out back to back, I think. Yeah. And then we're going to try and get back to... We'll do one after Thursday, maybe a quickie. Let you know what's going on there. And if it's bad news, it's going to be a long episode because I'm going to have to tell a lot of people to f*** off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice to be back in here. Well, well done for getting through it. Oh, and- no, do, do you know what? It's been the worst time. It's been the absolute worst time. Because you don't go through this and... I'm not being selfish. All that time in London, I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking I need to be in that room because I'm too ill to be out and I'm spoiling your time. Mm. I didn't need to be in that hotel room for me. You know, like I needed to be in hospital. Yeah. But I didn't want to spoil any more of your time. And I was, I am so gutted about the time that I missed. Yeah. And the things that I did and didn't get to enjoy. I didn't get to enjoy Abbey Road as much as I wanted to. I mean, we were in the Abbey Road shop. Which is a shop full of Beatles and Pink Floyd merchandise <laughs> and guitar merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my favourite things in the world. It's Christmas for me. I didn't buy a single thing because all I could think of is, in a minute, I'm going to on this picture of John Lennon. <laughs> or not. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just been, everything still feels mega stressful, but the relief 
at having the majority of the medical stuff done. Yeah. Okay. Because all you do is think the worst. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know. But yeah. So. And what this has made me do, remember when I had it all with my teeth and the dentists and what do you call it, root canals and stuff? Mm. It makes you realise that the end bit is nowhere near as bad as the bit before. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it is that thing, you know, if you find something or you know something's not right, you've got to go and get it checked. Yeah. Especially if you've got good medical like we have. Yeah. All right. That's it for this one. I don't know if, if you've enjoyed this one, <laughs> but now... Now you know why we've not been around. Apologies. There's just been no time to put a microphone on. I've been too ill. Oh, yeah. After the first surgery, yeah. they put a thing down my throat. I couldn't talk for a week, <laughs> which is a joy for you. But I was talking like yeah. that. Yeah. And well. they said the second would be worse, but it's only been a couple well, of days. Well, yeah. Not good for your job. No. Which I'll be back on hopefully next week. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye. The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.